Whether you keep them in your home or love to see them in theirs, these are the creatures that bring us all together. Reptiles. Reptiles. We're going to be delving into the experiences of reptile lovers from around the block and around the world. This is the Reptile Talk Podcast. Boom! What's going on, everybody? This is Jeremy Turgeon from Brassman Reptiles. And I'm Robin. I'm creeping it real. Hey, we're back. It's we're been back. a minute. It has been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. I've been uh, I've been traveling the, the East Coast for mm-hmm. the last few weeks, and I've just been field herping. Basically, that's all I've been you, doing. You have been field herping and finding so much cool shit. So. Yeah, yeah. It's been fun. Hell I can't yeah. complain. Hell yeah. Um, bam, well, what's up, everybody? There's a bunch of people here already in the chat. So, what is up, all of you guys? Thank you oh, for being you. here and hanging out with us. Um, we're just we're gonna be just kind of chatting about randomness. Uh, I might talk a little bit about what uh, I've been doing on the road, and then uh, you know, we'll give you some season updates. Both of us mm-hmm. have some stuff going on. We both got babies that are on the ground now, and all that fun stuff. So, we'll talk a little bit about that. And uh, as always, feel free, if you would like to, uh, throw us a super chat and uh, we'll highlight those uh, comments and talk about whatever you guys might want to talk about. Um, bam. So that is that. Dude, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing pretty good, honestly. I, I am enjoying. Uh, snakes are actually starting to come out now. Now, once the baseline temp hits 70 degrees, stuff started coming out and like pretty much now whenever i go out i see at least something something you know before it was like i'd see salamanders and and sometimes that was the only thing i saw but now you know i'm seeing there was a five line skink on my porch earlier and i was like yes hell yeah hell yeah yeah. (laughs) pretty sweet and then uh this season's been full swing i i got like a week until borneo babies are gonna be coming out my ij carpets uh they already should have hatched today's day 63 i think um so it's it's going a little bit long on them so i'm assuming the borneos might go a little bit long too uh i basically set my set the incubator to like 80 like the i set the probe to 82 but it's keeping the insides of the boxes like 86 to 88 so i'm I, i guess it'll take a little bit longer i really don't care i found that uh, I enjoy incubating a little bit on the cooler side. Usually it leads to the babies being less psycho. Those little jungle carpet pythons that I hatched out, dude, they have not yeah. struck at me at all. They are so chill. Mm-hmm. They are so chill, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Give it time. <laughs> yeah, probably. Once they get a meal into them, they're like, everything? Bite everything? Okay, I'll bite everything. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, that's dude, that's awesome. Those those carpets look pretty freaking badass, dude. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. And then you hatch out some baby jungles too, looking mint. Yes, yep, we yeah, got well, some baby jungles, uh, which I'm super super stoked about. They all look great, and mm-hmm. uh, some of them are super dark, which is cool. Um, and uh, there's some in- interesting patterns on some of them, some weird like aberrant stripe kind of stuff going on, which is interesting because both the parent are uh, much normal. You know, mm-hmm. no crazy genetics. They're just nice lime brown, normal animal. Um, and they produce great offspring. That's why I paired them up. I wasn't concerned about making crazy morphs. I just wanted to make some nice looking jungles. And, Hell yeah. Uh, these did not disappoint. 
So mm-hmm. we got those. And then uh, my Borneo babies are finally out. And uh, I'm so freaking stoked. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, when I saw first nose pipping, I was like, it's happening. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had, we laid 19 eggs. Two went bad during incubation. And then one baby. Of course, it was like the nicest baby in the clutch. Hatched out with this, uh, looked like a tear duct had a blockage because its eye was was kind of swollen and mm-hmm. uh, it had a little bit of an underbite and uh yesterday when uh, when i went down just to go take a peek and check on everybody i found it dead in the tub. so i i don't know if there was something else that was going on with that animal or whatever but i was bummed but uh all the rest of them are fantastic they're all great healthy spunky don't want to be messed with whatsoever <laughs> 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 but it's so cool like you open up the enclosure or you open up the drawer and you just see them all flatten out and they're like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't even think about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a spring and I will lose my mind. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, uh, I miss baby Warnios. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. There's the uh, 1.1 super stripes that are insanely reduced and very clean that uh, I think are going to be the hold bass. Hell um, yeah because i really like that clean look but there's a lot of diversity in the clutch which i knew to expect but uh it looks like there's like some granity looking things on the mirror there's some really interesting stripes uh and then there's one that's uh i guess it still would technically be a genetic stripe but the sides are all like it's all dots it's, mm-hmm. it's really really interesting so uh i had a couple of people hit me up about it and when i posted pictures on my story they're like hey that one with the spots what's with that and i'm like i don't know uh-huh. it's just very different so <laughs> it's a borneo it yeah, is a borneo. a borneo you get it you breed it and you'll get no dots whatsoever so. <laughs> uh, or more dots or more dots you or, could get or both <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> you could very much get both but yeah so i'm i'm stoked i stare at them for probably too long every day i go down there now and i'm like ooh. Mm-hmm. um and i just cut uh the first clutch of ball pythons for the year ooh. Uh, which I remember about that was a champagne and she leopard clown het clown to an enchi het clown uh and it's that really weird reduced pattern enchi het clown uh that mm-hmm. came in from Dan. and uh it's interesting there's a Three of the four are champagnes. One is lit- one is literally just a leopard head clown, and I was very sad. <laughs> mm. But uh, but the mm. other ones, they're all champagnes, and they also all look like champagne clown combos, which is actually pretty Ooh. sweet. So we'll see. Um, obviously, I'm hoping for a super enchi leopard champagne clown, uh, but even just a super enchi champagne clown without the leopard would be pretty sweet. So. We shall see. I'm very excited about yeah. that. Um, Hell yeah. And then when I come back from my next excursion, uh, I'll have another two or three ball python clutches hatching. Um, some hidden jingle clown stuff. Um, some EMG clown stuff. So looking forward to small pythons hitting the ground. And then uh, mm-hmm. Brettles pythons are getting ready to lay soon. I just had a couple ovulations from some Brettles pythons. So. God damn. Yeah, buddy. We moving. <laughs> oh, man. You're going to have stuff hatching all year. 
<laughs> Dude, well, you know, I'm I'm okay with that. I mean, for the most part, it, the the bulk of stuff is done. I've got mm-hmm. four ball python clutches that are still due to be laid, um, and then the the three, maybe four brettles pythons. So it'll come kind of in in little increments, which is which is okay with me. I I like that a little bit more than like the giant wall of babies just like hatching all simultaneously. <laughs> That's why I get this feeling, this eerie feeling that the IJ carpets and the Borneos are going to have to at the same time. And I can be like, no, no, there's 30 babies. No, not all at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Oof. man. It's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting and frustrating sometimes. But uh, I mean, just between my, my jungles and uh, and the Borneos, that's. 26 babies just right there mm-hmm. plus those that that clutch of four ball pythons so there's 30 babies just in three clutches and i still have many clutches in the incubator and many more to be laid <laughs> oh how many baby racks you got <laughs> i need uh i have one in the shed in the back that i need to uh i need to go bring inside <laughs> yeah that'll give me an extra nope. i think like 60 or so tubs so then i'll be I'll be good for this year. Next year might be a different story, but you know. <laughs> yeah, dude. This year I was like, okay, I'm just I'm not gonna breed a whole lot. And then everything that I bred has has been going. So I'm like, uh, maybe next year I shouldn't breed so much, but next year some really cool stuff should be coming online. So maybe next year I'm really gonna need to double down on the like whole back racks and everything because uh the stuff I intend on pairing next year should produce some really crazy shit. So how many holdbacks are you going to have now, Ralph? Next year is going to be all of them. Um, but this year, <laughs> um, the jungle carpet clutch, I kind of want to keep one of the Jags and one of the normals. Um, so that'll mean I'll sell two of them. And then the IJ clutch, I was talking to um, Senor Hunt, and he was saying that if I'm looking Ooh. to wholesale some, that... Uh, that he might be interested in that. So I might end up doing that just to, just to move them. Uh, Cause it's not really that that's not really my type of pairing. So I figure I'll cherry pick some stuff out of that and then wholesale the rest. And then the Borneos, I don't know, because literally the, the amount of variety that could be coming out of that clutch could be ridiculous. So yes. uh, I'm not saying anything this way or that way with the Borneos. And then I had a blood Python that just laid recently and I don't even want to talk about that yes. clutch because yes. I'm, I'm just hoping that what happens happens. And if it does, I'll be excited. Yeah. Heck yeah. Um, I want to, I just want to talk about this comment cause I get this question a lot. Uh, for those of you who aren't watching YouTube, the question is, uh, I have a question for you peeps. How does one travel for weeks for music and manage to keep a lot of reptiles? It is actually fairly challenging. <laughs> uh, first of all, I usually don't travel for many, many weeks at a time. Um, and on the odd chance that I am going on a tour that's going to last more than a week, uh, I have my roommate Lenny. Uh, who can take care of stuff and at least bare minimally give things water. Uh, I don't have any lizards or anything here. So it's all snakes. So they can go, you know, that week time frame without really needing much work done. Um, but, you know, on those weird instances where I may get called for a, being away for a longer period of time, you know, Rob's not that far away. And True. I can, you know, I can call 
reach out and touch a brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, um, uh, I don't really travel all that much. So, like, I, I just do day trips. So, I go out and go herping for a day and then come right back home. But I did take off just about a week of work so that I can do Daytona. So, I'm going to do some heavy, heavy, deep cleaning and, uh, you know, yes. setting everything up before I leave. And then my mom lives like 40 minutes away, so I could have her come check waters on like the short tails and bloods and stuff. I was just be like, notes on the scrub cages, like just don't do these if it's nighttime. Yes, exactly. <laughs> just leave them alone. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So and then when uh, when I get back into town, uh, usually the first 48 hours for me are uh, pretty much like spent down in the reptile rooms, just going through everything. Um, usually what I do, regardless of when I get home, uh, I'll go right down to the reptile room and, uh, check on babies, make sure babies all have water, um, and that nobody's incredibly gross, um, cage wise. Um, you know, if somebody like took a poo and, uh, you know, it's gross and everything that I'll clean in that moment. But, uh, you know, if, if everything's like, oh, I can go another three hours, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I can get go my, sleep for my, a little bit, liver of rest. You know, then uh, then fine, um, and that's that's usually how it works. So it's it's uh, at that point, it's really just being able to break it down. So like uh, today is a really good example. So I got back uh, Monday through Wednesday this past week. I was up up in Connecticut. I came back uh, Wednesday afternoon, went right down into the reptile room and uh, took care of some babies. Then I was exhausted, so I went to sleep. Yesterday, I had to be out all day for a couple different meetings and stuff uh, down in Charlotte today. So today I did uh, some everybody who follows me knows my reptile room is pretty much a very long room. And then there's a wall and then there's even more things outside that wall. So <laughs> so today uh, I maintained everything on the other side of that wall uh, and then even did, uh, rodents as well. And then uh I'll do a couple more things today and then I have to go back down to Charlotte for a concert. Uh, so tomorrow, the entire day before I have to go back to Charlotte yet again, uh, will be just taking care of the main room. Uh, all the babies have water. I just fed everything as well. Um, so, but everybody's good. You know, it's just a couple cages need to be cleaned and stuff like that. So, but yeah, that's what it's like. <laughs> There's, I don't have, a, I don't have a life. I have to time everything so I can actually have a life. And then uh, if I get distracted, that's why I can't look at my phone all the time. So like people have been getting irritated with me because I'm not responding to messages quick enough. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I've been away. Like most of the month of May, I've been traveling for many days. So like I come back and I am stuck doing what I need to do so that I can go for the next round. You know, that's what it's mm-hmm. been. Mm-hmm. That is what it's been. Let's see. See, there's a couple other questions in here uh do 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 jen davis is in the building what's up jen you were just hanging out with jen i was yeah i got to hang out uh with jen the other day got to check out some of her animals really really cool she got a little mangshan viper and i was like oh man that thing's awesome it's so freaking cool i I have to post a picture because i took a really nice picture of it uh yeah and then we hung out and we got some food got some gator tail and did a little bit of uh, herping and you know it was cool it was a good time heck yeah uh let's see shout out timothy for the super chat thank you man just got back into atvs heck yeah man that's what i'm talking Mm. about i uh i've been 
I was uh, today's post. I was cleaning out my Amazons and playing with Hellboy a little bit, and uh, I had to do two takes of that video because takes uh, the first take he uh, <sighs> tried to bite my nose, and he came really close. <laughs> <laughs> he came pretty close. Hellboy. Yeah, but he he missed me. He missed me, but he came very close. <laughs> yeah, I, I still. Uh, no, you're good. Oh no! I was gonna say I, I was like I'm not gonna post that. It was a good video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still have only the only snake bite I've had since I moved down here was just that black racer. It's the only one I've got so far, dude. I've been. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm just really careful. I like I even I've been finding a bunch of wild black rat snakes. And, like, if they're chill, I'll pick them up. Uh, most of the time, I'm just like, ah, you can chill out over there. Like, the one that I saw, I saw two black rat snakes today, and one of them was, like, in the woods, and it was kind of down on this log. And so I, like, kneeled down next to it, and I put my arm up and recorded a video just, like, putting my, my the back of my fist up to it. And it's just flicking its tongue or whatever. And I was like, okay, maybe it'll be chill. And it, like, started to turn to go away, and I gently put my hand underneath it as soon as my hand touched underneath it it like whipped around and had its mouth open i was like okay i'm not gonna pick you up it's okay we're cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> i saw another one basking uh, like on the edge of this um this river and it was in this rock pile and that one i went down there and it looked at me and i was like please don't mess with me and i was like i'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you a little little pat and i like scooped him up and he didn't care at all he was like ah, ah whatever i really don't care <laughs> <laughs> uh Sydney down in in georgia uh, sent a, a picture in our in one of our group chats that she came across a black racer at uh, at her mom's house and she was she was able to pick it up she's like i thought it was going to be a lot harder to catch this thing but it just it didn't care it did. <laughs> i was like really I, she was friend not foe i don't <laughs> know man really black racers they're not easy to grab yeah black racers usually think everyone is foe <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. I want to highlight this. Calista, Jeremy, and Rob, sorry, I'm kind of new. What kind of snakes do you both breed and have? Uh, I what breeding has is fairly long. Uh, but uh, the the quick version, ball pythons, jungle carpets, centralian carpets, bloods, short tails, uh, cow kings, corn snakes, goinai kings, mex mex, amazon tree boas. Uh, I think that's, that's about, about it-ish. There's others. I keep others. I also have berms and retics and uh, boo. <laughs> and that's I, there's there's more. I'm forgetting more. Oh, Maclots pythons. Uh, mm. Yeah, and there's there's probably more. I'm, I'm forgetting. I'm sure there's more. I'm forgetting. Also, before you say what you keep and and uh, and breed, Rob, I saw that uh, pied berm prices. I just have to say this because the pied berm is the only other berm that I would uh, entertain getting one of mm-hmm. uh, their prices have dropped like insanely. What are they uh, like five grand, five grand for pieds yeah. that are het for caramel. Yeah. Cause the berm community can't help, but screw themselves over. Well, I mean, it's also, if you're breeding visual to visual, and you're getting 50 eggs. <laughs> How long is that going to be sustainable at whatever price point? If you're one person and there's another 10 people that are doing the exact same pairing, you know, it's, it's a fight for, it's a fight for this many people. Yep. 
you know, who are actually going to buy in at that crazy price point. So now they're going down. So I think probably in the next year or two, they're going to be, you know, 2,500 bucks or, or yeah, I would say 2000. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm, uh, cause like I said, that's the only other berm that I would entertain purchasing. Um, and that's, that's it. So I'm like, oh, I'll just wait. That's fine. <laughs> I don't need one. So it, yeah, it works even fine. better for me. I got, <laughs> dude, I got enough berms for both of us. You do. <laughs> I think you have too many for both of us, but that's okay. That's just my opinion. Hey, look, I just <laughs> added two more of my own Borneos to, the, <laughs> to this collection. So the number never be skewed in the wrong form. So we're true. Good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, most of what I do is Borneo short tail pythons. I have uh, a few blood pythons. My other big thing is scrub pythons, but I also have West Poplin carpets, some jungle carpets, some corn snakes. Uh, Amazon, blah 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 blah, bunch of bunch of other stuff. I don't know. I, I've got some ball pythons too. I for, I always forget about them because they're they're just there. <laughs> but my main focus is Borneos. This year I'll be producing Borneo short tail pythons, red bell pythons, jungle carpets, West Poplin carpet crosses, and then maybe scrubs if if they'll do something. Fingers crossed. Yep, fingers crossed. <laughs> Heck yeah. All right, let's see. Make sure we got everybody her. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Oh, here's an interesting one. Uh, what kind of laws are there in NC? Um, there's there's, a, there's a, a one primary like statewide regulation, which is Article 55, um, which is uh, it's actually not, not that difficult to uh, be able to meet the criteria for uh, what it asks of the keepers. Uh, but North Carolina is one of the few states where the laws for various exotics really depends on your county. Um, the the state has its regulations, but then it's up to each county to uh, have various ordinances. So it all depends on where you're at uh, to be able to give you a, a real answer. Um, there's a lot of options. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> But uh, yeah, dude. So what's uh, what are you hoping comes out of that Borneo clutch? Um, so the pairing is the male. It was produced by Dan Mangano. He is a side swipe super stripe. So he's a fully striped super stripe mm -hmm. uh, that's blanked out sides, and he is het for ultra. And the female that he bred to was my granite stripe. So she's like a partial stripe. She's like probably half her body is striped. Um, granite striped head ultra as well. Um, so there's going to be some cool striped things in there. There's probably going to be some super stripe ultra side swipe, super stripe ultra stuff. Um, I don't know how well the granite is going to play out in that because side swipe, disappears the side patterning and ultra usually kind of dims down the side patterning as well. So I, I'm not really expecting a whole ton as far as the, um, the granite goes in that. I mean, it'd be cool to get some striped stuff that also has granite on them because the mom is striped and granite, mm -hmm. but uh, the ultra and super stripe and side swipe ultra stuff is kind of what I'm hoping uh, 
really shows out on this clutch because the sideswipe stuff usually throws these really crazy intense stripes and the mom's also got striping too so it's just it should have lots of cool stripe things uh some light colors some you know a little bit of speckling and we'll see what we got i'm i'm not putting too much weight on anything because they're borneos mm -hmm. uh just the fact that i know that there'll be super stripe stuff in there i know that there'll be side swipe super stripe stuff in there and uh i'm hoping that i do hit on some ultra things in there because it's been a couple of years since i, I think not last year the year before i produced some ultras but um yeah it'll be cool to produce some more striped ultra stuff hell yeah <sighs> it means you have to hold stuff back I don't know. I honestly don't know if I'll be holding some of that stuff back um, uh, because it's not – I did this as not necessarily just an experiment, but I want to see how the those three genes interact to, to mm -hmm. see what happens because the, the side swipe is so – like dominant it really just crushes out the side pattern on everything and with the granite you want to see that patterning on the sides so right. i didn't want to see what happens with that but I, I feel like i'll want to hold back like maybe two or four animals from that clutch probably four animals from that clutch to <laughs> to just work in that direction if we get if i'm hitting on what i think will come out i will want yeah. to hold back probably four of those animals it's a four, i think a 14 egg clutch i had two eggs go bad and uh, so 10 babies for sale. I also am planning on moving to a different county in November, and I want to have some money for Daytona and shit. So I really <laughs> uh, I do want to uh, put a bunch of that stuff up for sale. And hopefully um, hopefully some cool stuff comes out of the IJ clutch too because it's the 75% IJ jag that you produced that I got from you. That's got like you. almost a full stripe down his whole fucking body. Yeah. Him. <laughs> Right to my super fucking nice West Papuan female that produced the crazy nice babies for me, uh, what is it, a year and a half ago? Uh, yeah. Two years ago. Uh, so those two together. So the babies that are not Jag, um, I will either be selling as feeders or as wholesale. Or like, so if someone really needed a pet one, you know, some someone I know who's not going to breed them, I'd probably want them to go mm -hmm. there as opposed to someone who might potentially breed them because they are going to be however small percentage coastal crosses. Yeah. Um, and then the Jags, basically I want to just grade them on, you know, what comes out because I really don't know. That mom is smoking and her babies that I held back are incredible. So like yeah. it, it – uh, I'm hoping that that translates well into the Jag because the dad is nice looking. Um, but I think that with her influence, it really will turn those babies up a notch and maybe make things yeah. look a little bit better. Agreed. Agreed. The more, <clears throat> the more you add solid IJ blood into the Jags, the better, the better those things look, especially when they're like night, when they've got nice color. It's, mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you remember Bullwinkle? Yes. <laughs> Anthony Caponetto, dude. When I saw that snake, I was like, I need one of those. I need yes. one of those. Those are, yes. that thing is incredible. Like, I was just blown away. I, I remember I had that phone, that picture saved on my, like, old laptop or something. Like, for no reason. Not for no reason. I thought it was cool. I was like, man, this thing is just a really nice looking car. Like, I'm oh, not crazy dude. about carpet pythons, but that snake was just really nice. Yeah, dude. I remember <laughs> the first time I had learned about the GQ line IJ stuff. Uh, you know, obviously that was like Anthony's 
thing, you know, mm-hmm. GQ line IJ. So when he started making those crazy jags, those crazy IJ jags, I was just like, how do I do that? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I need that, all of that in my life. I need that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So Man. I saw it. Oh, no. Go ahead. Yep. Oh, no. Hell shout yeah. out Jay Hill. I always look forward to the podcast and glad there's a glimmer of hope shared on the US Arc channel. Yes, if you obviously if you are not following US Arc, please go and do so. Uh, you can follow them on YouTube now. Become a subscriber to the US Arc YouTube channel. Hopefully, you're following them on Facebook and uh, YouTube. If you haven't seen the video um, that we're referring to, um, basically Garrett spoke with Phil uh, about the first meeting that the uh, conferee committee held uh which is just the the first step in getting the competes act and the uh senate equivalent merged into one uh that's the step that happens before it would end up going to be signed into law so that's what we're trying to fight the lacy act amendments to be pulled from the competes act uh before that merge happens and uh there was direct i think it was the senator in new mexico i think it was uh, who blatantly called out the Lacey Act amendments. Uh, they shouldn't be in there, uh, that it, it is going to hurt small businesses, uh, the exotic animal industry, especially with like fish and, and, and mammals and stuff like that's very heavily regulated uh, as it is. Uh, you know, so this, and this is just underhanded trying to get in there. So that was awesome that that was immediately brought up. Uh, it also sounds like the um, the House version, so the Competes Act, was a partisan uh, arrangement of insanity, whereas the Senate um, bill was bipartisan, which means it's agreed upon on both sides, the Senate and the House. So th- these are all things that we want to hear overall. Um, it, s- it sends the, the Competes Act kind of back a few notches, which is exactly what we're interested in there so yes go check out the us arc channel where you can learn about that in a more sound thought out way because i botched that a little bit but i'm no phil goss so (laughs) (laughs) but yes yeah dude i this uh i'm really hoping that uh there's more it looks like people are starting to show up and show out for, for this sort of stuff. And uh, that makes me really excited because, you know, we can only shout at people so much to, Hey, you need to show up and speak to your senators. <laughs> you need to show up at these hearings. You know, we can only do so much uh, without other people helping. And when people actually show up, it can, it can affect some change, you know, as we go. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You can only scream so much. That's, that's absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah uh all right let's uh let's run our sponsorship promo really quick and we'll be back in two minutes guys black box cages located in buford georgia is your one-stop shop for all of your caging and rack needs owners jen and clint are at the helm of this fantastic company with one of the shortest lead times in cage and rack manufacturing black box can satisfy anyone's needs from baby racks to v70s arboreal and terrestrial caging to deep fronted bioactive enclosures you can find everything you need right here new enclosure sizes and products are added frequently to their availability so be sure to check back often 
Black box cages have tons of customizing options for lighting and heating. Along with that, cages and racks can be stacked with metal stacking dowels, and all cage joints are datoed for improved durability and stability. Most cage units are flat-packed, but are pre-assembled prior to shipping to ensure a solid build every time. The Micro, XC18, XT3, BioG, and 3-Stack V70 ship assembled, and all other racks are shipped freight and assembled. The XR16 and XR20 model racks allow keepers to mix and match tubs. Fitting both Vision and Freedom Breeder tubs, you can mix the V15, V18, and V35S tubs, or the FB5, FB8, and FB35CV SC tubs. This kind of flexibility allows keepers to raise their animals from hatchling to juvenile or sub-adult size before needing to upgrade into adult caging. Don't just take our word for it. Go to their website to see countless customer reviews and review videos from keepers all over. To learn more about Black Box Cages, follow them on Facebook and Instagram at Black Box Cages, and of course their website, www.blackboxcages.com. Links to their socials and website will be available in the podcast description. Hey. Shout out to Black Box Cages always. All info is in the description, like I said there. So go check them out. Go get yourself a cool cage. I know I'll be uh, probably getting some more Black Box stuff before the end of the year, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's what I'm so. thinking. I need to pick up some three foot cages and <laughs> maybe another baby rack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh so I got rid of that C B seventy rack, uh, mm-hmm. which means I can now plan to move my four foot rack with my uh young retix into the room. And then mm-hmm. that part of the wall where they're at now will end up being all Amazons. So it'll be like a half wall of Amazons when it's all said and done. So I think it'll be a total of 30 cages or something like that. So hot damn. Yeah. You know, I know, dude, you know me. When I can do a project, I can't just get one or two. I can't just get a trio. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to breed a little of everything. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> I'll cry about it later. <laughs> for real though yeah but it's okay it's okay these are the things <laughs> i just like too much shit i say that every time <laughs> yeah i'm just i'm just biding my time until i can have venomous and then when that happens it's, it, there's gonna be rapid changes in in what i keep <laughs> yeah we'll see rob is like hey i'm selling a whole bunch of things <laughs> I need to make room for rhino vipers. Yeah. It's just Rob's going to have half a wall of, of rhino vipers, half a wall of gaboons. No gaboons, just no rhinos. No gaboons, just rhinos? No. I'm not crazy about gaboons, man. I don't know. They every, Everybody's nipples get hard for gaboon vipers. They just don't do it for me. <laughs> That's they're crazy. cool. They're, they're cool. They're pretty. But it's like once I've seen, you know, Every single venomous collection has a gaboon. I'm like, okay, maybe I don't need one of those. That's a fair point. Uh, I love rhinos. I love waglers. I like stuff with a little more contrast. Like the, I feel like the gaboons have more of a cryptic pattern, and yep. it's less contrast. I mean, they do have good contrast to them, but not not compared to a rhino or like a wagglers or like a broad-painted copperhead. I'm like, oh man, I I love the contrast on those. So, yes. Wait, wait. 
Speaking of Copperheads, you finally saw Copperhead. Finally, freaking finally. (laughs) I was very, I'm still very excited because (laughs) I have been looking high and low for Copperheads for six months since I came down here. And literally every person who I've met who lives down here is like, just go to a river. You'll see a Copperhead. They're everywhere. Look under a log. Look under a rock. There's a Copperhead. There's a Copperhead. Look at the Copperheads. There's a Copperhead. And I was like, dude, no, I've been looking for the entire time that I've been here. I've been going to state parks. I've been going to rivers. I've been going to creeks. I've been doing everything I can to see a freaking Copperhead out here. And then where do I see it? While I'm at work, I'm like, oh, I can't even sit and enjoy this for a hot minute because I'm I'm out here working right now. But I did get to take a couple pictures of it and uh and uh I let the the homeowner know. I was like, hey look, there's a copperhead over here. They're not deadly. Just leave it alone please. Don't don't mess with it. (laughs) And uh it it was it, it was pretty chill. I mean I walked right by it. It didn't move at all. And it was like so this person had a uh a cement brick retaining wall and then like it dropped the the soil dropped down like four foot and there was like a little landing area that was maybe eight foot deep and then it went down to a stream and it was on that little landing area and it was in the leaves and like just partially visible and I'm walking around doing my thing and then I'm like, Copperhead, I see that pattern. I know that pattern. I was starting to get paranoid, man. I was like, maybe I forgot what they look like. Maybe I'm just a bad herper. Maybe I've walked past 500 of these things and my eyes are not adjusted to them anymore. And then I saw that one and I was like, oh, you weren't even sitting out in the open. You were like underneath leaves and stuff. I still know what I'm doing. I still know. But yeah, it took me it took me a hot minute to find one, but I'm excited that I got to see one finally. Hell and uh, it was it was a nice looking one. It wasn't very big. It was like maybe 13 inches long, 14 inches long. It was a small. It was fairly small. Uh, so I was just like pumped to see one finally. I've been seeing black rat snakes left and right. Like uh, apparently those are the garter snakes down here because in New England there's garter snakes everywhere. You go out walking in the woods, you'll see garter snakes. And down here I've only found one garter snake, but every place that I go to has got black rat snakes like in the trees, on the ground, uh, <laughs> near the water, like they're everywhere. Yeah. And then uh I went I went we went herping at a park that's got like a river that runs through it, Eno River State Park. And uh, we bumped into some people. I heard this this guy saying to his daughter, his daughter was like maybe eight years old or so. But he's like, if you see any snakes, you know, let us, uh, let me know and I'll come pick it up for you. And I was like, oh, they're out here looking for snakes. So Kristen was with me and I was like, you should go over there and just ask them what they're looking for. Because it's less you know, weird when, when she does it than if I do it. So she goes over there. She's like, you guys look at, I heard you're looking for snakes. And they're like, oh yeah, we're, we're looking for snakes. We just found like a little uh, musk turtle. And so she, uh, she's like, oh, that we're out here looking for snakes too. And so we're just talking to the guy kind of casually. He's not like a, I don't think he keeps any reptiles. He's just like a dad who likes to go out and go into nature and look for snakes and stuff. And, Right, and his daughter was into it too, and so we're over there talking for a minute, and he's showing me pictures of some of the stuff that he's been finding. Like he's been seeing some water snakes, and um, they just found a musk turtle. So the daughter like runs over to the bank, and she's like looking over the bank real careful. She's like, "I found it!" And she picked up like this little itty bitty musk turtle, and she's Aww. like 
look at it I'm like that is awesome <laughs> that's really cool Hell yeah! and uh and so we're like you know we're looking for snakes we're going to go up the river a little bit because we found a spot where we uh were seeing queen snakes and we're like oh we're going to go over there and start looking and they're like okay you know like maybe we'll catch you guys because they were heading out relatively soon after that and so we go over to the queen snake spot and we're like looking and looking and looking and we're not finding anything except for that crayfish that i posted a video of on tiktok and it went yeah it's, that's ridicu- viral yeah ridiculously viral it's got 1.2 million views on it right now i'm like what yeah. um <laughs> i digress <laughs> yeah i digress uh so i i see that i take a quick video and i'm still looking and then i found a little baby water uh banded water snake no it's probably a northern water snake and so I, I lifted up this rock and it's a little baby northern water snake is underneath there. And I like look at it for a second. I'm like, not a copperhead. Not a, it's not a copperhead. Okay, I can grab it. And so I like <laughs> scoop it up and I'm holding it and, and Kristen's getting pictures. And uh, the dad and daughter duo is coming up the river on the opposite side of the river. And I'm like, hey, check it out. I got a little water snake. And they're like, oh, that's really cool. So they come over to, to the side where we're at and we're checking out this little water snake. It's a little tiny baby one. It's probably like a late last season baby. Yeah. And, uh, or uh, yeah, it had to be a late last season baby, but, uh, you know, we're sitting there and Kristen's like lift, lifting up rocks and stuff. And then boom, she finds a ring neck snake. And we were like down in the river almost like it was in a little, like almost a little Island. Like it had the water almost surrounding the area where we were in. And so we're like, what is a ringneck snake doing here? This doesn't make any sense. And so she grabs that. We got the ringneck snake. We got the the uh, the northern water snake, and we're, they're just like, "Oh, this is so cool! Like you guys are just finding all the stuff because they they really hadn't been finding too much uh, prior to us us getting there." And they're like, "Oh, that's so awesome! That's so cool!" And uh, and then boom, they find a queen snake, and we're like. What? Yes, this is awesome. Heck yeah, that's awesome. And, and so we're we're like going back and forth, and they're on the they went back to the other side of the tra- the the river because that is the trail that heads back to the car parking area, and then we're on the opposite side of the river because we were trying to herp that side because we haven't done a lot of herping on that side, and we're just like going back and forth because we'd find something, and then all of a sudden they'd find something, and then we'd find something over here, and then he found this big queen snake right as soon as we got up close to the parking area because he had water shoes on so he was walking like in the river and i was like i'm not doing that it's too cold for my (laughs) my myself to be doing things like that um but he's like check out this and he brought her over and she was like loaded up with follicles she was huge like just just thick and i was like damn and she was good size she was like probably 15 16 inches maybe even a little bigger and just thick and i was like oh man that is awesome that's, awesome. that's so cool <laughs> so cool and so they, they yeah they brought her her over there and we're, we're looking at it and everything and they saw a couple more water like northern water snakes over there but i have a serious gripe uh, to pick with the the water snake descriptions in north carolina at least where <laughs> we're at because okay. okay i know what northern water snakes look like because in New England, that's the only water snake we have. Oh, we northern, yeah. northern water snakes. I've yeah. seen lots of northern water snakes. Yeah. <laughs> Down here, there are some snakes that look kind of like northern water snakes. 
And then they've got the banded water snakes, which kind of look like the southern, you know, they're, they're definitely a more southern species. They yep. got the plain-bellied water snakes, but the northern water snakes are incredibly variable because some of them have got the bands down their body, kind of like the ones that we've got up north, and they have red in the patterning, which is like, yep. yeah, I get it. And then there's other ones that have these, like, they look like a mix between a diamondback water snake and a northern water snake. Where you know the diamondbacks have got this like pinched pattern, so they got like yeah. bars that go up and down their body, and then a, a, a the bars that go across the back. Yeah. There's a bunch of water snakes around here that look like that, and they look to me they look more like a midland water snake than a northern water snake. And everyone's like, oh no, those are northern water snakes, and I'm like, they don't even look like the other ones that look like northern water snakes they look completely different and okay. if you look at like midland water snake ranges they don't range out here so or at least on the maps that i was seeing they don't range into north carolina so i'm like what are these water snakes it just doesn't make sense to me and i got really heated about it uh, because the first water snake i mean not the first one but i caught a water snake a couple weeks ago and i was like this does not look like a northern water snake it looks like a midland water snake and then we're out at uh this mill that we were at yesterday and there's tons of water snakes out there that look just like northern water snakes they're just like a little bit lighter in color yeah and so i was like this doesn't make any sense this doesn't make any sense because like dude literally i posted that picture of um or kristen posted the video of me getting like down into the river to take this picture of this water snake and that one was huge and like very obviously northern water snake before we saw that one i don't think i posted pictures of it i might have but we saw another water snake that was like red its whole body was red but it had patterning on it and it had the pinched saddles down the back and the pinched bars down the sides and i'm like that looks like a midland water snake it does not look like the northern water snakes because around that mill there was like a bunch of water snakes just chilling in there and so because at first we were like oh we don't really see any snakes and then we went over and got a little closer and we're like oh there's a head there's a head there's a body there's another one over here that that one that i took a picture of was like wide out in the open and it's crazy because there was like a it's like a very like that's where when you park in the parking lot that area that we took that picture was like a minute from the parking lot maybe two if you're walking slow and so we saw a bunch of like touristy people there and they're like, you got to be careful because there's snakes out here. We got to be careful because you might see a snake. And they walked all, all over and they didn't see anything and they just walked on. And then we come out there and then boom, there's a four foot water snake, you know, probably three and a half foot northern water snake, just chilling wide out in the open, not covered by anything, just chilling right below the falls, dude. It was crazy. That's it was awesome, so cool man. though. Yeah, I saw I saw Kristen's story of you going to take that that photo and then the photo of it that you mm-hmm. got badass. I was like, oh, yeah. So that's the picture I took on my phone. I also had my camera on me, so I took some pictures with my camera too, and those came out even better than the picture on my phone. So like yeah. I gotta uh pull those off the the memory card so that I can upload those because man, they, yeah. they came out really nice. And I got some pictures of the really red uh one that looks like a midland water snake too. So yeah. we'll see. Hell yeah, that's all, dude. I still have not had a chance to feel ring. So when I come I back, I make plans to go feel herping. That's all I want to do. That's been my goal since I moved down here. No. <laughs> when I come back from LA, I need to take a day and be like, Rob, when is when is your next day off? We need to go feel herping. 
<laughs> yeah, for real. Or what we should do is we should uh, contact Dave Rigoli and meet somewhere in the like out by him because he's in the middle of the two of us. So it'll be an hour for me, an hour for you. And he's said he's got some pretty good spots out there. So uh, yeah. that'll be a spot I haven't herped yet. And then uh, you you'll get to do some herping, and maybe we'll see some shit. Woohoo! Hell yeah! I need to see wild animals. <laughs> Bro, I've just been going to every state park. I'm just like, I just got to look. I just got to look. Just got to look. Yeah. And then if I see someone who looks like they know what they're doing, I'm like, so you see any snakes out here? <laughs> Dude, so, you know, like, I think it was like a week or two after we had the Herb Society meeting. Um, Lenny went out Lenny. to, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I went out to Lake Norman State Park and uh, found a rough green snake. Yeah, I saw that. That was awesome. Yeah, he's like, he's like, Dude. He's like, I was so like losing my mind when you guys were like posting pictures of everything you were finding. He's <laughs> like, I've been going there for I don't know how many times and I never see anything. And then I'm like talking to Andrea, and then all of a sudden we're like, bam, green snake. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I saw that picture and I was like, I wonder if he went out there. And then I was like, Oh yeah, he did. Oh yeah, he did. <laughs> you, you know what's crazy, dude? You know who lives in Lake Norman? Who? Or lives right in that area? Who? Zach Nava and Miri. Oh yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I was just, I just saw them tag that, and I was like, Lake Norman. Why do I know that name? And then I was like, Oh, we were just out there. That's just there, fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, I just said to to Miri that uh, that we all need to hang out sometime soon. So we got a plan for that. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, it needs it needs to happen. It'll be fun. It's a, dude. You know what's funny is like, I said to Zach at at uh, Tinley in October. I'm like. Dude, we live 40 minutes from each other. Why did we both have to travel to Chicago to see each other? <laughs> For is, real, though. This is not okay. <laughs> For real. But that's, I cannot wait for Tinley. I know, dude. I can't wait for Daytona to be Daytona. Able to go for the shenanigans and then the show mm-hmm. and then more shenanigans. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's going to be dope as hell. I'm pumped. I cannot wait for it. I have already got my time off. We booked our flights already. So uh, Daytona is is doing it. And then I'm going to try and uh, book everything for Tinley here soon. But just juggling money, that's all. Yep. No, I feel I do. Trust me, I feel that. When I, as, soon as, as soon as I had the money hit the account, I was like, I'm going to do it now. Because if I don't do it now... <laughs> It's not getting done, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm I'm driving to to both just because it's it's within my my driving capacity, <laughs> time wise, to drive down to Daytona and to drive to Tinley. So, yeah, Daytona's like what seven hours? Yeah, seven hours for me. So I think it's more like nine from you or something like that, or eight. Or something. Yeah, I think it's like eight. I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna fly into Orlando, mm-hmm. and then drive from Orlando to Daytona. Oh, so that we go. can do uh Gatorland and, and do some field herping and all that sort of stuff. Yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I got to send you a message because I was hanging out with uh ZooMed Tom. Uh, the Ooh, last hell yeah. And uh, he was talking about some, some potential things to do because he'll be at Daytona also. So, oh, it's going down. Oh, it's going down. <laughs> exactly. So, oh, fun yeah. shenanigans to be happening for sure. <laughs> oh, it's going to be rowdy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Man. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be so great. 
<laughs> I cannot wait. This is this just gets better and better. Yes. <laughs> I think I think he said he was going to Tinley too, but I don't I don't remember. So it's gonna be it's just gonna be fun, dude. It's it's, it's gonna be a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, Tinley's stressing me out a little bit because like my lease is up at the end of November or the beginning of November. So like I'm probably gonna have to like do Tinley and then move like three weeks after I get back, two weeks after I get back. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, oof. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah, true. True. Mm. Let's just buy, let's just buy a house, Rob. Let's just do it, bro. Believe me, this housing market right now is insane, though. Like literally insane. It's it, I don't I don't even want to talk about it because I'm gonna go and start delving into just how obscene this shit is like literally uh, companies buying you know 30 percent of single family homes in the u.s like what the fuck is that shit it's just bullshit yep just piss me off okay no we gotta talk about something else talk about something talk about go back to back snakes (laughs) these little jungle carpets that need to have a shed they haven't had their first shed yet well they've, they've been out for what now a week and a half or something yeah, so they're right around there. Yeah. Any day. Super now. chill. Any day now. Yep. I'm setting them up on on uh, paper towels tonight to see uh, if we can get something going. Heck yeah. Oh man. I'm just. I'm not looking forward to the increase in feeder bill. That's what I'm not looking forward to. Bro, I was just looking at like I need to start breeding mice and rats like right now. Dude, you know what's funny? I'm telling you, man the uh rats there's a couple local uh rat breeders that mm-hmm. their prices are actually pretty pretty decent um mm. but it's dude it's mice man everybody charges way too much money for mice out here mm-hmm. in any sort of quantity and it's like okay i get it if you know if somebody's only coming to buy you know uh five pinky mice you know i i get it you know charge what you're going to charge but you know for for people like us that are going to be like hey man i need like 30 at a time you know 30 a week or you know if you can do frozen i'm going to buy 150 of them so i just got them mm-hmm. you know yep. and then but then they don't budge on the prices and mm-hmm. it's like no nah, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that when i can go right to rodent pro and get what i need for free shipping if free shipping and get it for literally 70 cent less <laughs> in bulk you know but uh, there's people with rat rat prices that are that are pretty pretty decent um, so I'll uh, I'll pass along some of that some of that info. Um, you know what we should do because I need to plan this soon. Um, I am thinking about going to visit Josh Ortiz soon. Oh hell yeah! Uh, so I gotta shoot him a message and then figure out a, a day to go down there. So I'll hit you up and maybe just make a fucking trip out of it. Yes, sir. And then uh, we gotta talk about when the next Herb Society meeting is. Yes. Yeah. So anybody that's uh, actually in the chat that uh, maybe missed the video I posted on the Facebook page. So the May meeting we, we've postponed. Uh, we're going to be at uh, Willie's place, Venom Central in uh, South Carolina. And he's uh, still working on getting everything set up and ready so that it can be open for the public. Um, he had a couple of, of bumps in the road. So rather than adding more pressure to him and getting down there for a certain day, we're like, hey, you know what? We'll just postpone it. When you're good, let us know. So there won't be a May meeting, uh, but I'm working with uh, with uh, Alex on locking in the centralized place to meet 
um, for June. So hopefully end of June, we'll be able to host uh, our next meeting. Um, get yeah. all of that locked in. And I was actually just out in Charlotte yesterday and came across a place. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it. I think it's called Spaces. And uh, it's it's literally a, a business that is just conference rooms that can be rented out and stuff so that might be um like a backup plan so to speak uh if we yeah. just need a place to gather you mm-hmm. know and hang out and do whatever and then go about our business afterwards so uh but we'll have that so info if you want to learn more about the carolina herp society just go on over facebook just in carolina herp society and uh, it'll pop right up give your page a like and uh, make sure you click to get those notifications so you know every time we make a post and let y'all know about meetings and stuff. Shout out to AB for super chat for righteous indignation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Appreciate that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, and Timothy again just had an idea. Adam Wolf as a guest, if you know him in in NC Mortal Coil Mor- Mortal Coil Servantry. Uh, I do know Adam. I yeah, I would love Adam. to have him on and talk about uh, some Orthriophis stuff. Yes, yes. That'd be pretty dope. Um, I haven't talked to Adam in a bit, but yeah, he's cool people for sure. Um, bam. All right, dude, we're we're almost at our hour mark. And I Hot feel damn. Like, I feel like we both have things that we're excited about for reptiles. So so Rob. Ooh. What's got you excited about reptiles right now, Rob? Uh finding that copperhead was awesome. Oh, 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 you know what it is? You know what the thing is that I saw most recently is? Is that dude who was in Darwin and he uh Oh the breeding he, ball? Yeah, the breeding uh Acrocordus, the elephant trunk snakes. Yeah. Bro, I was freaking the fuck out i was yeah. so excited because i saw it on his story and i like i was like oh crap it's gonna it's gonna delete soon so i like screen recorded it and then i saw that he posted it on his actual like instagram and i was like yes this is fucking awesome because like yeah. it's so i i didn't even realize that acrocordas that the uh the elephant trunk snakes ranged into australia it makes sense because like indonesia fucking, yeah you know, <laughs> right there yeah. but like i just didn't think about it and then him posting a video he's in like this shallow area and there's just like probably 50 or 60 elephant trunk snakes just all going around you can see the big females in there and then these little tiny males scooting around and oh man it was just so cool so freaking cool hold on i'm gonna look up uh because i did record that i'm gonna just see if i can pull up his screen name so i can give him appropriate credit so that if you want to check it out you can yeah. check it out hold on one second josh uh hatoon i think or hot yes houghton yeah 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 yeah, yeah Dude, i, I was just like him. i want to try to get him on the podcast so he's done a bunch of various herp trips and everything he he works at australia zoo um and stuff so i want to try to get him on the podcast i've talked with him a couple times uh, but I think he would be super cool to talk to. He posts every once in a while. He'll just go on these posting sprees on his story of like different herp trips that he's done. He did one on the U.S. He did one going to Madagascar and like all this Damn. other stuff. So like, yeah, 
Yeah, Josh underscore Hatton, H-A-T-T-O-N 16 is his screen name. So shout out to him. And then we do got to get Smithy on, talk about some scrubs and some uh, Oxyranus and all that sort of stuff. Uh, that'd be pretty sweet. And then Matt Minotola is in the pipeline too. Super yeah. pumped that we can get him on. And uh, I, I know that I do want to talk to some other people too um, about their breeding season. So, you know, we should get we should get Billy on. Billy Hunt? Ulubami, yeah. <laughs> a baby? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I figured out how to say it in the last year. <laughs> it took me a minute. It did, but that's okay. I'm not the yeah. brightest candle in the box. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. No, I'm, dude, Billy's, Billy's awesome. I would love to talk to Billy. Um, yeah, yeah, we got we to gotta plan, plan that stuff. I just, dude, I just got to get through the next two weeks. Once yep. I get through the next two weeks, then everything settles down. I have a couple shows in June, uh, like mid-June. But then there's really, outside of like corporate wedding gigs and stuff, I don't really have anything that's going to force me to travel very much. So mm -hmm. after I get through, I think I get back from L.A. on June's, June 7th or something like that. And then it's, it's chill and everything settles. So I can <laughs> finally like be like, okay who's available on friday <laughs> yeah i uh i'm excited for that what is what is in the reptile world has got you excited right now just hatching out baby borneos for the first time i mean yeah that that does have me pretty pretty stoked dude i mean it's hatching out borneos for the first time and having and and i'm i know i shouldn't have but having an idea of what would be in those eggs and then actually seeing what was in those eggs and being like, okay, that I maybe expected. What the hell is that? <laughs> that you know, uh, but just the the diversity within that clutch, man. When you got to come out here and look at some of these things, because man, it's like so many of them are so dark and clean and contrasted, and then there's like one or two that don't look anything like color wise. Don't look anything like. The other 95% of the clutch. It's so bizarre. And I like mm -hmm. I stare at those the most because I'm like, why did you turn out that way? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then uh then my ball python breeder mentality kicks in and is like, I should hold on to that. <laughs> it's a new gene. <laughs> and like I have to push it back down, like repress it again and be like, no, 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 it's just Borneos. It's just polygenic, Borneos. polygenic. <laughs> Oh gosh. But yeah, so I'm I'm super stoked about that. Uh but honestly, man, I what has me really excited right now is uh is Daytona and Tinley. Mm -hmm. Both of those things and being in a more free state to not not literally North Carolina, but free state of being, uh to enjoy both of those things. Uh probably yeah, not being tied to a table, yeah. 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 Um yeah, and just being able to hang and chill and do do whatever. I'm super pumped for all of that. So hell yeah. I need to uh recreate uh Daytona night swimming with Matt Bowers and not get eaten by sharks again. Sure, <laughs> maybe just go into the pool. <laughs> Boo tomato, 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 tomato. <laughs> Come on, man. Go into the pool and then strap. We'll strap a, a dorsal fin on a Bob Vu. <laughs> Ooh, I like this idea. <laughs> Come on, man. Or, or Chad Hulk. 
or both. <laughs> yeah, I can I could see that. Dude, David, you gotta get David Levinson in there too. I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, the <laughs> Chad's involved. It's gotta have David Levinson too. <laughs> oh gosh, too good, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh man, too freaking good. All right, man. If people want to see what you got going on, where they can check out your babies and stuff, where they gotta go. Uh, check out my Instagram at Robbie's Creeping It Real, um, or TikTok at Robbie's Creeping It Real. That's the only two things that you'll be able to follow me on. So follow me there, and I'll be posting things to my story on Instagram about babies I produce, um, if and when things become available, all that sort of stuff. I usually do through Instagram. I do have a Morph Market account. I. Uh, Keeping up with Morph Market is just a pain in the butt for me. Cause, so I just I try and do everything through Instagram. But yeah. All right, Jeremy. If you want to find out more about you, where are they going to go? Uh, literally anywhere and everywhere. <laughs> uh, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok, all, all brass and reptiles. Um, yeah, I, I post. I need to post more on Morph Market because uh, I have a whole new batch of animals that, that it's ready to go up. Um, so you can check me out, Brassman Reptiles on Morph Market. If you're interested in buying some stuff, I just sent out a couple packages today. So thank you to those people. You'll enjoy your ball pythons tomorrow. And uh, yeah, that'd be about it. Oh, I will say tw- my Twitter. I've posted some Borneo stuff on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And apparently people on Twitter, at least my Twitter, like Borneos. Because my Twitter has been blowing the hell up since I made that post. So hell yeah. thank you guys was checking me out on twitter following for the borneo pics i'm here for that <laughs> hell yeah that's where it's at man hell yeah but, all right dude that wraps it up man yep today's episode is brought to you by black box cages make sure you check them out really top of the top of the line cages i can't say enough good things about them really great people and turnaround time is impeccable make sure that you check out black box cages we support them here and you should too 